Yo, everybody, what's going on? Uh, it's Mark coming at you from Halifax, and this is the Beer Pong Canada Show. Welcome in. Uh, so this is the show where I talk about the business, Beer Pong Canada, and the brand, and the story behind it, and then also what I'm doing now and where I'm taking the brand forward. So last episode was the first episode, which was super exciting to do. Um, basically nobody watched it, so it was good. A couple people did and got feedback from it, so uh, it was great. Yeah, I um, thoroughly enjoyed doing it, and hopefully lots more of these videos to come, and some more beer pong tips as well, and uh, different beer pong-related trick shot videos, things like that, going to be coming up in the future as well. So stay tuned, and if you're not already following us, follow us on Instagram, at Beer Pong Canada, or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Beer Pong Canada, or just search it, whatever. Uh, it all works. Um, so last episode I left off, I think was talking about kind of the initial beginnings of the brand Beer Pong Canada and where I kind of started in Hamilton, Ontario. And that was where kind of the brand was created, so to speak. Um, and I think I ended off with saying like kind of wrapping up my university education there and how I, I got a job right out of university in Calgary. And then I headed out to Calgary to go do that job um, and also to hopefully grow the brand a little bit more. So that's kind of where I'm going to pick things up from now. So, um, yeah, I moved to Calgary in 2014, I think it was early 2014. And it was really, really awesome. Um, I love Calgary because I love skiing. It's a super good city to move to if you like to either have a job and go skiing. Those two things usually are pretty easy to find around Calgary. Um, so yeah, that was the first place where I got a job. Lots of people do, especially people kind of from Ontario or on the East Coast. Um, it's a popular place to go because it's a really good starting point as far as career-wise goes, in my opinion. Because uh, it's easy to get a job and experience. And once you get, get experience, it's like pretty easy to kind of convert that experience into like better real world skills so you can kind of advance and like start working at tech companies like what I did and um, kind of go along from there. Uh, so I, I started off by moving out to Calgary and a big part of me moving out to Calgary was I wanted to race ski cross. Uh, so I moved out there, started working, uh, my first big boy job, which was very exciting. I would take the train to from downtown Calgary into uh, the city or sorry, that doesn't make sense. I took the train from just outside downtown um, near the Kensington area into the city. Uh, and then we moved offices down to the south end of Calgary. Uh, and I started driving and biking down there. And for the first like year that I was there, I would say I did like, I, I didn't do that much on Beer Pong Canada work. Uh, just because like I moved to a new city. I was starting to train for ski cross and was skiing all the time pretty much in I would ski like three days a week and then also like on the weekends too. So like five days a week I was skiing. So it took up a lot of my time um, and then working on top of that too. So uh, it took up quite a lot of time to do that. Um, so yeah, during that, I guess in my free time then after that first year, so I only did ski cross racing for like a year, uh, which was amazing by the way too. If you guys ever had the opportunity to like either do a ski, ski or snowboard cross or just, um, like race down the course with a couple of friends, absolutely take it up. It's like one of the funnest things you'll do on, on skis or snowboard or in the winter time, I think personally. Uh, so yeah, I didn't have much time to really work on the beer pond Canada brand when I was there. 
uh, for the first year at least. Um, but I did, was doing a few different things. So the things that I was doing was I was looking into the provincial liquor laws because in Canada, all of the liquor laws are, are different by province. Um, and so the Alberta one was the AGLC, the Alberta Gaming and Liquor Commission. So most of my work was figuring out if I can throw tournaments there. Uh, and it was very difficult because like I had, I'd called them and I talked to a few people with them. Um, they're very, I guess, unorganized in a way, but they're also like super strict, which is a little bit weird for a province that tries to like encourage entrepreneurship and, and also like bringing more business and being, being a province that's like trying to always get more and more of, of everything. Really, they're, they're very kind of independent as, a, as far as the provinces go. So I was really surprised to see that. Uh, so yeah, they were pretty unorganized and they were definitely like kind of shutting down all of uh, my, well, at first they were shutting down like my contact request. They just wouldn't answer me. And then they finally, I had to go and I would get, I got meetings with a few people from, from higher up and I managed to get meetings with them. Uh, and so I had some meetings with them and it didn't turn out like that well for the most part. They forwarded me into some other people and I finally got like back and forth communication with them, which was good to have. But essentially what they told me was you can't throw any beer pong tournaments, period. But what I could do, and I verified this with them too, is that I could rent out my own space, but I can't sell any liquor of any sort, beer or booze. Um, but I could rent a private space out and I could throw beer pong tournaments in there that didn't use any beer. So I was really pushing to let tell to get them to let me throw my beer pong tournaments in bars because ultimately like that's why people want to play beer pong is because it's a social thing like you go out and you you drink like uh and, and you play games and you have fun with your friends like this is what beer pong is made for and so i was really really pushing for that and i said like listen we don't need to play with any beer in the the, the cups we don't even play with water in the cups like I, I will go out and find some silicone fucking inserts and put those in and I came back to them like honestly I was working I, I made uh, I made proposals for them as well and I even like broke down their laws and showed how nothing in my proposals was actually like breaking any of their laws that they had uh, like written out um, and still like I wouldn't get anywhere so I tried like so many different options I probably sent them over like six proposals total which were like pages and pages of of, uh, of work that I put in. And I even one time like went out and got a bunch of signatures for like a petition because I read that you could actually petition them to change a law. Uh, but essentially like I was so, I guess, kind of small time in, in their eyes that they, they really didn't care. And to be honest, like, especially with government employees too, it's like, why fucking work? Right? <laughs> like, uh, I, sorry if you're a government employer, like work for the government. Like I have worked for the government too before, but like a lot of the people in the, in the positions, like, they don't have incentive to help people out. Like, what's the point? It just, it's more work for them, really, right? So why not just continue as business as usual as is, right? Um, so ultimately, I think it came down to just like pure laziness on their behalf, not to really kind of address the fact that beer pong is a hugely popular sport and people want to play it. And I even was, was showing them too and talking to them about other tournaments because uh, quite a few people around the province of Alberta had been throwing tournaments as well. Um, most of them would get like shut down by the AGLC. And so, I, which I use as opportunities because I would come to them and say, hey, listen guys, I know that you shut down 
these four tournaments in the past six months, like clearly there's this need for that people want to play beer pong out at bars. Like it's completely evident. Like why aren't you addressing this and letting me run it in a way that will be regulated with you guys and will give you guys control over the the tournaments and knowing that they're being thrown in a safe manner that's in accordance to your laws um and they honestly didn't have any any anything to do with it so i kind of came out of it realizing that the only way i was going to get anywhere with the alberta government was um if i were to essentially lawyer up and change the laws so i obviously don't have money to do that because i'm just kind of working at a fairly low salary so yeah i didn't uh really have hundreds of thousands of dollars to throw at lawyers and to get the laws changed um i could also have thrown tournaments in bars and either got them shut down or just had them like fine me or the bars and take us or them to court um, which the bars weren't on board with and uh of course, I wasn't on board with either because I don't have hundreds of thousand dollars to throw at um, at lawyers. So uh, ultimately, didn't get, really get anywhere with the Alberta government, which was very unfortunate. And especially because I had talked with so many of uh, the bar owners around there, and like everybody, of course, just wanted to have tournaments or be able to put on a league in their local little community or to raise money for charities, etc. And yeah, the government just was not willing to do it. Um, and I laid out everything, all of these, all of these uh, like benefits and the, the different need that we have in our society. And the reason why we have our laws the way they are uh, is that we're supposed to be growing our laws with uh, what is happening in society. Um, so there's, there's many things like men and women used to not be able to uh, drink in the same place because that's just how it was in Canada, right? But society evolved and men and women wanted to drink in the same fucking bar. So they changed the rules to allow them to. So I don't know if it's laziness or if the government's just getting really, or just is always really, really slow at evolving and just super behind the times. Um, but yeah, nothing really worked out that well with the AGLC. Uh, so I was basically left with, and I even did like a bunch of rebrands there too. So I, if you guys are following Beer Pong Canada on any social, you, you'll note that like I don't have a lot of, of followers, obviously. And a big part of that is because uh, I did just a bunch of rebrands while I was in Alberta. And so in Ontario, it started off as Beer Pong Canada or Canada Beer Pong, was it? Maybe. I can't remember. Uh, it's on it's on the bags, um, the, uh, the drawstring bags that I sell. Because uh, I ordered a bunch of those that I talked about in last week's episode and didn't really make any money off them, which was great. But, uh, yeah, so I did a bunch of rebrands. So I did Alberta Beer Pong was my first one. And the whole idea behind the brand is that uh, I want to create kind of what the other sports in Canada are named after. So kind of like, like Rugby Canada, Golf Canada. Um, I don't know what else you can think of. Uh, hockey Canada, etc. So Beer Pong Canada was where the brand first came from. Um, and then I switched to Alberta Beer Pong or Beer Pong Alberta. I might have honestly switched to both of them. I did like so many rebrands, which is kind of like a joke because I really didn't do anything. It was like changing all my social handles, like redoing all of the different designs, 
um, purchasing website domains and redoing websites and and upgrading websites uh, it was basically just like a big waste of time and I'm definitely not going to be doing any rebrands now and at the time too I kept looking every time I do a rebrand brand I'd like look for domains again so I'd look for like the beerpongcanada.com domain uh, which I have now um, but at the time I couldn't get it and people were just holding on to it trying to sell it and they tried to sell it to me and I was like no uh, because I didn't really have any money to throw at it so that was that um, and then let's see what else I have here oh yeah so I actually did throw tournaments though in Alberta which was great and they worked really, really well. They were very successful. And I actually used the tournaments as well as examples of how the beer pong tournaments can be played in a safe and responsible manner. And I gave these examples to the AGLC, the Alberta Gaming and Liquor Commission. And still, like, I had absolutely zero progress with them for the entire three and a half years that I was there, uh, which really pisses me off, to be honest. Um, but... Yeah, what can you do? Instead, I moved to a better province that is actually reasonable. Um, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia, Halifax, not a province. So yeah, back to the, the tournament. So I threw the first tournament in, oh, I can't remember now, 2015 maybe? End of 20, 2015, some point of that. So it took me about like a year-ish, a, a year, year and a half to actually get to my throwing my first tournament in Alberta and which I think was like pretty fast but could definitely have been a lot faster but I guess I don't work that hard um so through the first tournament and had about like 30 teams I think out to it so about 60 a little over 60 people out to it and I think I threw a total of like four tournaments while I was in Alberta for the three years and each of them had about 30-ish teams to it, which was all great turnouts. Um, I started, I did my first tournament, I threw it at SATE, uh, which is a, like a, a community technical college there. It's not a community college, it's a technical college. Um, I don't even know if there's a difference. But anyways, I threw it at SATE in this super cool room, actually. And and like people would, would kind of like mess with me and ask if they could drink. And I'd say, well, I don't know. Like, it's up to you because like, I'm just renting out the space and putting on this event and throwing these things. Like if you want to drink on, on public property, that's your, your, your choice. So, um, people did as they, they pleased. And, uh, it was all the tournaments were a really, really good time. Uh, but only, I only threw the first tournament at state because it was quite expensive. Actually. I think I spent like, I think the, the, the room that I rented out there it was this cool room that like overlooked the campus and it was like all glass across, uh, the, the entire side of it. So you can kind of see out. It was dark when the tournaments were on, obviously, but um, they were really, really fun. And I think we gave out, was it like $300 cash prize for the first tournament? I think for every tournament almost, we had three, either $300 uh, for first place and then like $200 for second place, something like that. Or no, second place would get their money back or a little bit more, like 50 bucks for second place and like 300 something for first place. Um, but the reason why I left Sate, throwing them at Sate, was because the Sate Sate charged me like like six hundred bucks or something something like that for the room, and like I I try to keep the tournament costs as low as possible for the people playing because I just want people to come out and play beer pong because I fucking love playing beer pong too, and I want to show that I'm the best and I want to win win some cash hopefully if I'm the best and um, yeah I want to play in beer pong tournaments so I try to keep the costs as low as possible but yeah the, the Sate thing um, just it really like was the biggest expense as far as the beer pong tournament went. And 
Well, no. Uh, yeah, I think it was the biggest expense because marketing was maybe about like $500 I spent in. And I did that on Facebook ads, which worked well. And yeah, that's how I got the uh, little over 30 teams. And I did the four tournaments there. I think the first two were under Alberta Beer Pong and the second two were under Alberta Bar Pong because I changed it to not have the word beer in it. So that way I could run better Facebook ads because Facebook wouldn't let me run with beer in the name. Uh, and because of the AGLC too, um, they were just like super, oh my God. It, it's just, it's pissing me off. Like even, even fucking talking about it again. Like these guys were, these guys were just hard to work with. And uh, yeah, they were just super unreasonable. I feel like I'm like really short on words today. Um, I don't know. My brain's just like all over the place. My brain's all over the place because like at, at work, I found what I think is like a n super small niche in as far as like cricket betting goes. So I'm super excited to see what that can bring and maybe hopefully bring me in a little bit of money this year so that way I can put it towards marketing and building out better beer pong tournaments. So um, yeah, so my brain's been kind of a little bit fried today. Uh, but yeah, oh, the other two, two more big things left on my little stint in living in Alberta. Um, the one big one was I met a guy by the name of John Ross. Um, shout out to you, John, if you're listening. Miss you, buddy. And yeah, John Ross, I think, came up to me after the second tournament, maybe. And well, he didn't even come up to me. He he messaged me, like he he DM'd like Alberta Beer Pong. And he, he was like, he was like, yo, man, like this is sweet. Like what you're doing, like, like I have... Um, a degree in sports management like i'd love to like get on board and like help you out with some of this stuff and i was like yeah sure that'd be good great uh so we went and met up for a beer and it's funny because i actually i thought i knew who he was and then when i actually met him in person it was like it was not the person i was thinking it was um but i guess i like should have creeped him on social and figured out who he was but i didn't um yeah i just went ahead and met him and and john was honestly john was a he's a fucking beauty like i absolutely love john I wish John was out in Halifax. I kind of try to get him a job out here and bring him out here, but um, he is not and staying in in uh, Calgary for now. Um, he's also doing his like uh, CFA, I think too, or what's CFA? C who does like accounting stuff? Is that the CFA? Maybe. So he's getting his CFA certification, um, which good for him, and he's uh, gonna do some good things. But yeah, so I met John, and John helped me film some some videos for that we I ran for for promote promotions for advertisements and he was also just helping help me put on the tournaments and help me with uh, different rule changes that we were negotiating and uh, helped with kind of like developing the tournament structure and I basically like relied on him uh, to kind of give input and saying like how should we format this tournament what what should it be like double elimination should we do like a like a Swiss style tournament system like what 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 are we doing and so John was really like um, such a solid point person to have for that. Uh, so it was really, really good having him. And I'd really like him to get back on board and hopefully throw some more tournaments out there, uh, maybe for the Canadian Championships, which uh, will be coming very, very shortly here. Um, so yeah, that's the only, uh, that's a, the, second, the first point that I wanted to make. And the last point was that I moved from Calgary uh, and I moved for uh, many reasons, but uh, I moved to Halifax. And in Halifax, what was really, really awesome was that I took a job in sports data. Um, 
and as a product specialist for sport, a sports data company. And literally my, my job was looking at sports data every day, which is as awesome as it sounds. Um, and not only was that, sorry, but I'm just adjusting the little, the, the lightning's a little bit weird in here. I don't know what to do, but maybe I need a better camera. Well, I know I need a better camera, but yeah, so I got a job in sports data and it was amazing because uh, not only was I like fully immersed in, in the sports entertainment world, but I was also immersed in the league and just kind of sport in general formatting structure. And like, uh, so like a main part of our data is we, we give data to, to companies, but how do we tell them how our data is structured? Like, what do you call like the, the league level? And then there's like league season levels. And then what if there's like tournaments within a league? Like, does that count towards these stats or those stats? And so uh, my entire job, and I spent a, a little over a year at that company and I loved every minute of it. And um, I, I really, really appreciated and was super excited to get involved in that because I learned so much about uh, like structuring of leagues and tournaments and in sporting organizations like the NFL and NHL um, and European leagues as well. And so that information was definitely really, really valuable to have. And uh, is something that I'm applying to Beer Pong Canada as uh, far as a national brand goes. So yeah, um, that's about it for this episode. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about that. I'm going to check this guy off the list. And on the next episode, um, I'm going to give you guys an update on what I'm doing in Halifax and what I'm planning for Halifax and what I've done so far with the brand and where I'm going to go uh, going moving forward. So I'm very excited for that. And I hope you guys are too. And if you guys want to come on the show and ask me questions, I would love it because it's better than just me talking to this uh, screen, which I don't mind doing. I uh, love talking to you guys and being in your guys' ear and in front of your eyes if you're watching me on YouTube. And yeah, other than that, uh, follow Beer Pong Canada on Instagram. DM me on Instagram if you want to come on the show and chat. And would love to you guys to just come on with your opinions. If you want rule changes or if you want have questions on the on the brand at all or the business, um, or if, if you want to talk whatever. So um, that's it for me. Peace out, everybody. Till next time. I'm Mark. See you later.